You are listening to Challenge to Lead, five-minute thought nuggets to inspire you to be better. Today's leadership lesson is about the difference that conviction can make in what you do. A lot of times I think we go through the motions, we are fired up about things for periods of time, and then maybe self-doubt creeps in, or things don't go your way, or you have a few setbacks, or you get some rejections, and you start to lose your passion for the thing that you do. You start to lose your conviction and you start going through the motions. And as a leader, I think this is pretty common. This happens all the time and it's, it's not a bad thing. It's not wrong because you need to go through these periods of reset mentally in order to come back even stronger. I, one of my favorite podcasts was by Brian Buffini on the rest run cycle. Just absolutely phenomenal. And I think that we go through that as leaders, whether it's intentional or not intentional. <laughs> Sometimes we just, we just get into a funk, right? But I had a little lesson on this this week. There's a friend of mine that runs, he's the co-founder of uh, about a hundred person property management company. And I have been a client and a customer of theirs for years since, since they were a very small company to the, the big organization that they are right now. And I've seen them improve year over year. I've seen them also go through some major setbacks, but I believe in what they're doing and I've stuck with them. So I started doing this hiring and management consulting through Culture Index, and I came to the decision to do this hiring and management consulting because I'm incredibly passionate about it. I think that it is one of my true skill sets to look into the heart, to get to the heart of a management structure and a team, to talk directly into the heart of a leader and figure out where do you want to go and what do you need to do and what what hard choices, usually it's what hard choices do you know you already need to make And I'm just here to cheerlead you through them and to be your support system, honestly. However, my buddy runs this company and he's in charge of revenue. They got acquired by another company. So there's another person who's the CEO. His co-founder of of the company that he started is stepping out from the operations role and they're hiring a COO. And I I knew this. Um, I've known this for a little while that they were doing this. They actually hired and, and one didn't make it last summer. And I have been kind of dancing around it like, hey, you should really, you should use the culture index tool to hire and upscale your organization because I see the potential. I see what you guys could be. I, I've been with you on this journey and it's been amazing, but I didn't really push it. And then this week I had a call with him and I was like, where are you at on your operations hiring person? And he said, oh, I don't know. I think we're about to make an offer. It's not really my arena. And I was like, look, you, if you make this decision of this and he said, oh my gosh, and we're going to pay, I don't know, like. a year for this person. And I said, if you make this decision without knowing how that person operates at their core, without knowing fundamentally who they are and knowing if they have the capacity to be an excellent operations person, you are making the stupidest decision of your life. And I got so fired up (laughs) and it's rare. I don't normally push this hard, but I believe so wholeheartedly that putting the right person in the right seat is the key to up-leveling your operations, that I got a little sassy with him. I got a little passionate. It got a little, a little feisty. And I was like, buddy, you are making a huge mistake. You are making a $200,000 mistake here. If you don't put the right person in the right seat, 
This tool for a fraction of the cost of that will help you put not only the right person in that seat, but make sure that they have the right people in the right seats underneath of them and give him the ability to manage those people and talk to those people in a way that's actually productive instead of him just beating his head against a wall, trying to figure out what motivates these people and how they're feeling in their jobs. And he, I bullied him enough. I was passionate enough. I mean, <laughs> that I said, he said, okay, I'm going to connect you to the right person in the company to talk about this. I said, great. I've already done surveys on some of your people. I'm going to tell her, I'm going to, I would like to talk to her and see what I'm seeing in terms of the right people in the right seats. And then I'll tell you, I made this presentation knowing what I knew, having the data and analytics that I love, that I'm passionate about, the product that I believe in. I made this presentation that honestly, when I got done it, I was like, whoo, that was, that was a little spicy. That was a little intense because I was so passionate that I had the solution to solve this team's problem in such an easy way. Like stop, stop reinventing the wheel. I have it. It's right here. And here's the, the moral of the story. I was a little um, maybe taken aback at how passionate I got in making that presentation because I felt so strongly about this company succeeding, being a client for them. I think that was the key for me was I wasn't just giving this, this presentation to a no-name company that I didn't care about. I am deeply invested in the success of this company and I want them to win at all costs. Not at all costs, but you know what I mean. And we stepped away and my husband said later, He's like, that's the presentation you need to make every single time. That's the level of, pres- of, of passion that you need to tap into. Remember why you got into this. Remember what you are really good at. Remember what it is that you do that serves other people because that's what they need. Whether they know it or not, when they first start talking to you, they need you. If I can identify who needs me and I can show up with that level of passion and intensity and and desire to help them be the best, man, that is where the magic happens. So that's my reminder for you today. If you're a leader and you are, you're not really feeling it, the passion is maybe a little bit gone, you have to reconnect with this. You have to remind yourself why you do what you do, why it is so important for you to put your services out into the world. And then you have to remind your team of that. Spend a little time pumping them up, giving them a little rah-rah. Hey, this is what we do. This is why we do it. We are amazing at what we do and people need us. And then you need to go and you need to wear that passion out into the world when you are talking to people. That is your challenge today. I've talked this week about getting back to basics, about doing the things that you do well, about remembering what has made you successful in the past. And today I want you to internalize all of that and remember that you are a total badass. What you provide is necessary in the world and it is your obligation to go out there with that passion and intensity and prove it to everyone around you. Go get it. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. I appreciate it and I appreciate you. I have two challenges for you right now. Number one, Stop. Take some time to think about what you just heard and apply it to your life and your situation and use it to be better today. Two, I have a goal to get to 100 more subscribers. So if you got something out of this and would share it, I would greatly appreciate that. Have a great day.